We are quarantined. Ooh, a little bit of voice crack almost. We are quarantined, quarantined, quarantined. Patrick, how are you doing, my friend? Well, um, it's definitely an adjustment, but you know, I went back to the tape, Dev, and I thought I'd get in the film room, fired up Survivor Pearl Islands, which is uh, Sandra's first season. Really want to understand the genius that is. So I'm making good use of my time. Hope you're well. Hope all of our listeners are well. And hope that I am, uh, uh, Survivor's uh, bringing some, some joy to this time. <laughs> I hope so, too. Uh, not quite as much for me uh, because of the outcome of this episode. Uh, we have a great show for you this week, mm. as always. We'll get into that. We are going to talk about advantages. We're going to talk about exes. We'll talk about the buddy system. But first, Pat, uh, in a text message, via text message, what? You said to me, at the risk of sounding insensitive, you feel like you were born for quarantine. Um, born in teen. Mm-hmm. Eh, that doesn't really work. Yeah. What are we doing besides watching uh, watching old Survivor episodes? Well, I've got the podcast studio set up. You know, doing well there. You know, we're mm-hmm. stocked up on food, uh, and I'm just trying to enjoy. Um, you know, some solitude, getting to know my fiance a little bit better, spending some Let's good QT. You know, mm-hmm. understanding that these times, mm-hmm. uh, while challenging, uh, can bring you closer to the people you love and you're around. Speak and, on and it. I just think, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, if given the option, Devin, I'm staying home. So <laughs> this is this is this is playing playing to my hand. You know, and that, so. that's that's what I said when I uh, that's what I meant when I said that. Uh, you probably would not um, subscribe to that same ideology. How are you holding up? It's funny. Um, Leah would probably disagree with you that I would. Uh, well, when uh, the first thing I will say is that when you first sent me that text message, uh, the first thing I thought of was that interview that Larry David gave. Larry David gave, where he was like, "You get the text or you get the call, where people cancel plans and they apologize." And you're like, "No, no, no don't apologize. Canceling plans is cause for celebration. This just means more <laughs> television." Um, I am. Uh, I'm better <laughs> than okay. I was. Uh, okay. I was bad. I got to tell you, I was in a weird place. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm fighting through it every day uh, and, and making the best of the situation. The fact that people do seem to uh, be taking it more seriously is, is definitely helping me. But, uh, it's encouraging, yeah. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. So wash your fucking hands um, and uh, don't go to the bars for a little bit. And, and, and the, the more seriously you take this, the faster we're going to get out of it and then we can get on with our lives. And uh, yeah, that'll be about it. Yeah. And- um. Without sports, uh, Survivor's got to be pretty close to the top in terms of competitive entertainment. So I, <laughs> share the podcast. I will tell you, I watched a marble race on Twitter today, and I was like, just to no, get did. the juices flowing. Uh, oh the, it was hilarious. The guy built this like long track. It was like a long video. It was like three minutes, I want to say. Uh, and I like decided which marble I wanted to win within the first like 10 <laughs> seconds and he didn't win, but I was like, literally, I'm so starved for this that I would, I would throw money down on this gladly. Yeah. I was, uh, in a, in a similar vein, uh, Clyde Tilsley, who is a, uh, soccer commentator, um, uh, put out a video today of him live commentating his wife making lasagna. And it, was, <laughs> it had me in stitches. Um, it, it was, it was, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see some people are trying to, you know, while doing the responsible thing, uh, totally. you know, have, try to have as good of a time as possible and, and, and embrace the situation responsibly. As long as we're doing that, you know, not, um, going, going nuts. Yeah. yeah. I think we can be, we can be okay. 
I don't know that this even needs a response, but my weirdest thought was not really a serious one. Uh, we all thought that the rapture was going to be like a quick thing. You'd know who was good and who was bad. But by and large, children aren't affected by this virus. Older people have clearly done the worst crap. What if they're mm. just slowly dying off? And this is actually where you want to – let's just – let's put a pin in that. Uh, yeah. Quarantine yeah. – I, I had nothing as far as a yeah, follow-up. Yeah, no. Thing, so it, it, it's, it's fully still in the oven down the hall. Maybe we'll revisit it, but hopefully down the never. Down left. We're, we're locking that door tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a question to start the podcast, if that's okay, Pat. You sort of roughly hit on it, but um, that sound good? That's that's fantastic. What is uh, – it was a little bit more specific than I'll phrase it to you, but I will phrase a broad one. We are stuck in. We do not have a lot of sports. We have less uh, entertainment to keep us focused than we normally do for the things that you and I enjoy to, to do and watch and consume. Uh, what is a good season of Survivor to watch from quarantine uh, for people that maybe have gotten into the show since we started doing the podcast? Uh, what's what's a good episode to or a good season to to pop into or, or maybe, you know, what's what's one of your favorites that you'd like to revisit? Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, obviously Pearl Island, that one, I feel like I watched that one live, but that was so long ago. I don't really mm. remember anything, and I'm just reliving Rupert being just an absolute treat. But uh, in terms <laughs> He's of – so good. Did he wear the tie-dye shirt from day one? Yeah, tie-dye shirt, and then he uh, factioned a, a dress, and then they won a sewing machine. Mm. Survivor I was a about the very dress. different game back in the day. Uh, they – I think made it four episodes in before they talked about a strategic vote. So for me, I have really, my, my uh, love for Survivor has been exponential in its growth. I've really fallen in love with that strategic element, the, you know, where are the votes falling? How am I positioning myself on the right side of the votes? How does this mm -hmm. move impact my game going forward? Mm -hmm. And for me, the, the season that fully embodies that uh, is Survivor Cambodia, uh, that was a second chance season. All <laughs> 20 contestants were voted in by the fans. So you oh, I get. I forgot about that. Yeah, you get. I forgot people, they actually voted. The fans actually voted. That that is an yeah. interesting twist. It was the. It was the. It might have been the only. It might not be the only season, but it was the first time Survivor did that. Mm -hmm. uh, and they had just such a cast of characters as you can imagine the fans get what the fans want they're going to bring in the people that were the most entertaining and all these people on their second chance were going just guns blazing to try to make things work for them they weren't holding anything back um what really really uh, made me fall in love with this season were something that they called voting blocks and these voting blocks it became a theme really post-merge but there were no alliances. There were no loyalty. Everything changed week to week, and you just had to find yourself on the right side of the numbers. And I know that might seem like, well, isn't that normally how Survivor is played? When I tell you there things change week to week, I'm talking me and you, Devin, we're good on this vote. Great. Next vote, we're going at each other. Vote yeah. after that. Hey, yeah. you beat me on that one. Let's get back together and let's work. And it, people just it, – everyone bought into that. It was a super was, fluid season. Yeah, it was very, very good. So many advantages, so many – people going out that's um just that's absolute chaos this is total total pat crowley season absolute yeah, chaos yeah, yeah. uh these are all on um netflix that, that's right right um i have been watching them on hulu i think oh right i think they made the jump yeah the previous five seasons so like we're on season 40 so like 39 to 35 aren't there but 34 to 1 are all on hulu okay so okay, i don't cool. know where so, those other five are 
Awesome. So I think I think mine is on there. I believe this is season thirty-two. Oh no, 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 it's twenty-six. Um, so I'm going to so so I'm going to stick with what I what I told uh, Kev, uh, the the person who posed this question to me, and and they posed it a little bit more specific than than I posed it to you. So um, Kev asked his his question was. What's a what's a really good more modern season of Survivor to watch mm. uh, prior to Ghost Island? I, which I didn't actually. I don't know why Ghost Island's a line in the sand, but um, so so I looked through. I did a little bit of research, and and the thing I sort of thought about was okay, well, Kev hasn't seen this episode before or this the season before. Uh, what can we look into where it won't be spoiled by having someone who's on the current season? So mm. I, I combed through and I found survivor uh Karamoan, which is uh, a fans versus favorites uh season and a lot of really strong personalities and good game players and i'm gonna try and not spoil the season really quickly but um it is sort of like uh a, a, not a tale of two cities but a tale of two halves between the first and the second because the first was like crazy with people like philip who was on the season that boston rob won and who was a certified lunatic he, he wore a feather in his headband for like three episodes in a row because he said that he had embraced the indigenous people um i believe i believe russell hans's nephew brandon was on that one as well and he is an absolute like hothead um but then it shifted more towards um, players like Cochran, players like one of one of, if not my actually absolute favorite, who who never won. Um, that's my only small spoiler. Uh, Malcolm getting into the into the fray, uh, and it was there were so many different uh, advantages and strategies and water challenges, if I remember correctly. Mm. Uh, even even the reunion show was really strong. Um, I think the the final three were relatively iconic and, and, and people that you can relate to and sort of um, you were rooting for, I think. So uh, just, a, just a really strong season overall and, and one that really operates uh, independently of the people, the 40, the, or the, 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 sorry, not the 40, the season 40 contestants so far. So yeah, uh, that is, that a, is what I would one. go with. Yeah, it absolutely. also has um, uh, Eric Reichenbach, who uh, yeah. was back for his redemption episode. Um, after giving away his immunity island and getting voted out. Yeah, on Micronesia. This isn't a Tyson, you know, made a decision that ended up in him getting voted out. This guy won immunity, gave it to somebody, and then got voted out. Um, (laughs) Suffice it to say, he's the only person to ever do that. Uh, Yeah, 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 this was his comeback tour, and I think he, we deserve to let him off the hook, that boneheaded move, but... Totally. The flashback there was so good. I remember them doing that during the season. Fantastic. Ugh. All right. Yeah, that's um, some good ones. Yeah, absolutely. I'm. I'm. I, I. After. After saying that, I was like, let's. Let's do this on the side because, um, I forgot how fun it can be to binge Survivor. Uh, and when I got back from my honeymoon, I was able to do that on on uh, three episodes. So, um, yeah, I'm, I may. I may. I may pop into that as well. We do have the Hulu. So, uh, mm. let let's let's jump into the rest of the episode though, because um, it was a good one. Um, in terms of shaking things up for for this season so um first things first i mean we we did indeed have a tribe swap uh which which led to um actually an extension where we now have 
three tribes, we added the, uh, the Yara tribe to the group. So, um, maybe, maybe we'll run down, uh, each tribe and, and, and we'll talk about their place in, in the game, uh, and, and where those folks came from. So starting off with our new Decal tribe, we have, uh, Kim, Sandra, and Tony, who were original Decal members mm-hmm. joined by Denise and Jeremy. Uh, so we saw the numbers in, in the Decal favor, but we know that Kim has been on the outs early on. And I feel like that was something we saw that, that Jeremy picked up on. Um, do, do you think that that's something he's going to be able to capitalize on? I'm not sure he's going to be able to capitalize uh, entirely. Um, I think that I think that it, it, it's nice to see Jeremy's social game a little bit. I don't think we've seen that yet. And I think he had ideas of playing only with Natalie. And then he really just didn't. He was like, all right, I just got to survive at this point And I'll let the mm-hmm. chips fall where they may. Uh, but with the swap, it's a, it's a reset button, right? And you have a chance. And, and being on the other side of the numbers, him and Denise, they had to try and find some holes. And, you know, Tony is a bit of a wild card. Sandra has the, the goat status and the big target that comes with it. So Kim kind of makes sense. And Kim seems pretty level-headed. And she gave Jeremy the slightest opening. And now it seems like Kim sits in the middle so it seems to me like it's more of Kim's decision than yeah. it is Jeremy's. And Kim's really going to have to weigh, I think, where she thinks she fits in post-merge. Because I think if she's thinking, who can I work with better right now? The answer is probably Jeremy and Denise. <coughs> you know, just given how she's fit in with Sandra, Tony, I don't think they have much of a relationship. So yeah. I, I think that the decision is 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 a is a longer term decision for Kim. Totally, I, I think I think it's interesting because obviously I'm mostly just thinking of the first episode, but Kim struggled in the game, and, and she's sort of been able to play in a way to allow the game to come to her, and now it has. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like she is in a position where it is a comfortable type of game for her right now she's in a position that she's very comfortable with where she can dictate some things sort of from the shadows um she seemed to connect i mean she clearly connected with denise uh so so i'm curious to see if that relationship plays out uh and then the only real relationship that or or the most that we've seen her have a relationship with tony was uh what we know as the viewer tony setting her up as as sort of a meat shield uh which Mm -hmm. I understand that we talk about her as a threat. I guess I was a little bit surprised to hear Tony talk of, to to use his words. Tony talk about her more as a lion than a, a hyena, right? Because I would have thought that she would have been the person sort of like picking off um, these folks from the shadows. But he perceives her as a really big threat, which I thought was interesting. A hundred percent, right? I think that we were we were looking at this and thinking, okay, maybe Kim can, you know, kind of slink under the radar and this and that, but I think that, you know, all the things that she was, she was the most picked person in our survivor fantasy pool. I think a lot of people thought that she would be able to fit in that, but I think her reputation is legitimate in the survivor community. You know, Jeff said she played probably the most dominant game out there. And you alluded to in a previous episode, uh, Kim and Sandra, uh, you know, maybe having it out or Sandra, maybe having it out for Kim because Sandra thinks she's the goat and Kim maybe played the best season. So, 
now we get to see that in a in a in a tighter little chamber, right? And so we get I, to see whether or not Sandra really digs into that, right? Um, especially when she now has the numbers needing Kim. So that's yeah. a different different element as well. Totally. I, I will say that we didn't. I don't feel like we really got Sandra's point of view no. on Kim when, once once she was doing her Sandra thing, listening, collecting data, uh, getting ready say, to do pounce. Do we ever? Right. So uh, I'll be interested to see how that plays out. Um, two, two more things really quickly on this tribe. Yes. I, I was impressed with Jeremy's social game. I felt like he picked up on what Kim was like sort of putting out there. And he was like more affable than we've seen him this season, just like mm-hmm. being outgoing. And like, I, like, I mean, no bigger two fans of, of Jeremy than the two of us, but I, I like, I guess at the risk of sounding like a fanboy, I like Jeremy even more after that episode because I was like, oh, that's a dude that I could throw a couple beers back with. Also, like, I almost liked him at like I had a fear boner for him before, and now I'm <laughs> now I'm like fully fully on board with the guy. Yeah, I mean, I think that I mean it showed up in the challenge as well. Uh, I think that the only time Jeremy would be considered uh, in any sort of capacity to go home prior to the merge is if the tribe is saying we're going to merge next time. Let's get him out now. I think that's it. Otherwise, they're going to ride his ability and the challenge all the way, um, all the way through, and make yeah. sure that the, he, he's not really a threat. And, and the one thing I will say about Jeremy is he's played. I mean, I'll, I'll gush about him as long as I want. As, as long, <laughs> not as long as I want, but as yeah, long I as got, you I ask got a me to. Quick hook. <laughs> yeah, he um, he's played pretty much all of his seasons from an inferior position. And so he's had to, had to let the game come to him on his first season. Um, one that he did not, uh, did not win. Uh, his wife was the second person voted out on the other tribe, but you know, he, he didn't have the, the, that, and then Natalie voted out early on this season and on his, the season that, that he ended up winning, uh, you know, that he didn't really have a grasp in like a majority Alliance, Mm -hmm. uh, really until later in the game, you just kind of find found himself on the right side of the numbers. So it'll be interesting to see if he can even get into the, like, we, I don't know if we've ever really seen him play from the top. I think that it's, it's the same kind of thing that we, we've said really with Ben. Worked. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wanted to bring that up because, uh, I, I, I liked the way he played, but I don't know that we saw enough really to, uh, to give him a, a an up or a down, uh, at the end of the episodes. Yeah. I, I wanted to call that out. Uh, good positioning, the, good positioning. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's a, a quiet game. Um, one other thing I know you wanted to hit on was, um, how the advantages play out on, on this tribe. So, um, I I won't steal your thunder. Why don't you talk about that a little bit as well? This has me worried, Dev. This has me worried. (laughs) You've, 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 it's well-documented what I've, what my, my arc with Tony has been this season. And Tony's the only person on this tribe without an advantage. Mm. Uh, Kim, Denise, and Sandra all have immunity idols and Jeremy has the ability to leave tribal early. Um, <laughs> he's just gonna nope out yeah the the that also has me worried for jeremy because let's right. say because i think if sandra plays her idol then probably kim plays her idol then probably denise plays her idol and jeremy can't leave at that point right. and if it's old to call versus old sale jeremy's going home that has me worried there also if jeremy does nope out then you have the idols flow tony would go home by default so i i am rooting for this tribe to make it through to the merge intact. I like all these players. I like, I want the advantages to come out after the merge. That's my preference. 
and I think this tribe is very good socially. I worry for them in yes. challenges a bit just because there's fewer placers to hide Sandra if you're doing a, a five-person challenge. But hey, right. she, she gets the opportunity to sit out next week. So maybe that yeah, that's fair. That's to their fair. advantage. It, it does feel like your two or, or two of your loves are kind of at contrast with or, or at odds with each other, excuse me, uh, with this tribe in that really – Really, I'm doing like a very intricate things with my hand with my hands right now that no one can see. I can feel uh, it. I can feel it. <laughs> so you, we have Tony. Thank you. We have Tony, who, who you're a big fan of, and and I mean he's fantastic television. Um, versus your love for chaos, and and really the more advantages that we've had historically, the more chaotic we've been able to see things get. Correct. So it, it's just it's just a funny thing. Um, I, I I do tend to agree that I um I can do without. Denise, but the but the rest of them, I'm I'm very I'm very into and very invested in, in having them move forward uh, far in in this season. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. It it would be well worthwhile to see Tony's reaction to just getting absolutely porked by three people, essentially declaring immunity at yeah, a specific I, vote. <laughs> um, and if that's the way you need to kill that lion, then then so be it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see that play out, but I, I am rooting for them. So even if it means keeping Denise around, I don't hate her to that extent, obviously. Right. Uh, so, so, so let's see what happens. Um, I've liked her game so far as well. Denise. Understated, understated, but yes, mm-hmm. um, she's, 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 she's stronger socially than people give her credit for. I think. I agree. Um, speaking of hate, uh, we can move over to the new Sele tribe that has uh, Michelle and Parr from, from the original. And then we have Nick, Wendell, and Yule, who were a bit of an alliance, um, or at least buddy-buddy, coming over from the original Dakal tribe, the thing that was alluded to and and sort of we were able to unpack um, was that Michelle and Wendell, depending on who you ask, uh, dated for a little bit. Uh, That will be just my first thought to kick it off and and, and you can jump in from there. Michelle, very, very clearly the second that the tribe swap was announced, she has a confessional and it is, how did I end up on a tribe with my ex-boyfriend? Oh my gosh. Well, it's not Yule because he's, or I hope it's not Yule because he's married. (laughs) Confessional later in the episode. (laughs) And he like totally said it like a cool guy. Like Wendell was popular in high school and he was just like, Michelle and I like kicked it and like uh, we clearly uncomfortable, clearly wishing that this wasn't happening. He was like, we kicked it. We kicked it for a bit. <laughs> and then the, the the sort of layers of their relationship started to come out. And it was very clear that I, I don't know. Actually, nothing was clear. It was clear that they were uncomfortable. I think it was clear that Wendell was uncomfortable. Michelle yeah. seemed to almost be relishing the scenario. Um her comment to Parv saying, let's give these boys something to drool over, had me in stitches. Uh, the, the the thing that really drove yeah, me nuts about good. Wendell is like, it, you, you, were, you, you nailed it. Because he, he was clearly like, okay, uh, I don't know what we were. I can't overcommit here. I can't be the guy who's saying we were bigger than that. And, and, but like, you got to have some a little bit better prepared than what he said knowing that if you deliver it the way he did, it's going to go on TV. And then totally. all credit to the Survivor editors because Michelle is, you know, Michelle is, is, is taking major steps forward in, in my eyes this season. And just in terms of my overall perception of her, um, I probably fell into the bucket of like, 
Uh, I'm not sure she really earned that win that season, uh, but I wasn't really too upset about it. Uh, and now I'm just, I'm starting to really appreciate her social dynamics, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Wendell, man, that's just, yeah, it's a bad look. It's so, bad so look. two sides of it are that I think that Michelle had mentally prepared herself for this happening. And, and I felt like there was some like genuine discomfort initially, or just like, I don't know, we've all run into exes. Like that first conversation is weird. You run into a bar, you run into wherever and like, Oh yeah. How are you? Like this and that. Yeah. And when Wendell <laughs> didn't handle that, well, yeah, oh, what, what do you expect court. me to talk to you? Like, <laughs> buddy, come on. And you're my guy, man. You're my guy. Um, but it was very clear that he just had not thought this out. Uh, I, I, maybe he, maybe he, maybe it's just as clear as him underestimating Michelle, uh, like the rest of us. But I thought, it, I thought it was a good episode for her. And I thought, you know, you saw a little bit more. I, I just feel like I'm, I almost went, uh, it, it, it's all backhanded compliments really. Like I almost felt like I went the majority of a season without seeing a lot of her personality and her potential, which is insane because she won and that's, that's shitty of me, but like I'm starting to see it more and, and she's more comfortable in the game. And yeah, she is, she's, she's making some moves. She's doing some things. So, um, I mean, that's, that's, that's something to watch and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it doesn't turn in anything because it is, three v2 um mm-hmm. but uh yeah yeah it's it was it was just an interesting sort of thing um the the other the other <laughs> this drive is fucked because uh, the other part of it is nick literally the worst way to tell someone even like a quasi celebrity that you have a crush on them no Cl- clammed up hands towards chest and <laughs> I thought Parv handled it gracefully. Or I, I, gracefully thought, I thought in could. the moment she did. Absolutely. Yeah. Like what else? Yeah. I, this was, here's the thing though. I think that, um, the, the advantages with old to call and those, I don't think that those three have any incentive or desire to split from one another, despite how they seem to be like not ingratiating themselves with, uh, either Parv or, um, Michelle, you know, yeah. I, I, it, it just, even I, I think that they, they could make inroads, but I don't really see why. Any it's of those a little bit of a motley crew. Yet. Yeah. I think uh, Yule, like gameplay standpoint, very, very strong reading, reading the environment, s- statistics, whatever. Wendell socially very strong. Nick, a little bit of a wild card. Um, so the three of them are like an odd pairing. Uh, and then Parv and Michelle, uh, obviously Parv is, is, is great. And Michelle, we're, we're learning more and more about. So, uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see if the three, uh, the three original to call guys, um, stick together. My, my, my last thought on Parv was, was simply that, uh, that is someone who, uh, it ha- has been told by an awkward person that they have a crush on her before because of how well she handled that. That, that I can't imagine that that is something that's easy to do. No, it's, no. I mean, I would not be able to really put myself in those shoes. But yeah, it can't be easy. It can't be easy <laughs> to kind of like maintain where, what your position is in the game and like kind of put that at the forefront and also not be kind of skeeved out by it and all right. that. But uh, and I mean, I don't think Nick is 
was being creepy about it. He was just like, oh, fuck. No, I know, I know. Said it. Just... It's going to be on air. I got I to say something to it. Right, right. right. It, um, it was like it, it, him yeah. and Wendell was sort of uh, the same thing. It was like as they were saying it, it was like, oh, I'm doing this, like, and it's going to come out on, on national television. So, um, the, the one last thing that we'll hit on really quickly was, uh, I, I mean, and, you know, his, his season was a long time ago. So it's, it's easy to forget a little bit about Yule. Um, but we had a very human moment from him with, uh, with his friend, Jonathan Penner, who was a oh, great, man. great contestant both times he played, uh, very fun to watch. Um, a really, really smart guy. So not super surprising that him and Yule have, uh, kicked off uh, a friendship. Um, but just good to see the other side of Yule because I, I do every characteristic that I say I would throw at Yule is like, just a cinnamon for a cinnamon. Did I just say cinnamon? Synonym for uh, <laughs> robotic. Right. Yeah. Like very calculated. Everything has a purpose. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It was obviously heartbreaking to see, uh, especially when they did the cutaway to her running out to see him on Survivor. That was. Oh my gosh. Like the, yeah. That, the scope that... of that disease is just. Ugh, it just just terrifying and when you was talking about it you know they're just kind of hoping for a cure in the next couple of decades it's like holy right. shit like that's even their heads at it's like not this isn't a short-term thing they're hoping for they're, yeah. they're thinking about dealing this with quite even some when time, sarah asked him to ask if she could give him a hug like i was like part of him is gonna be like does not compute like so just i mean just someone that like you know we we lost ethan early on and he was like the nice guy on the season and someone we were rooting for. And I think Yule is like slowly starting to take that over. Cause as I just sit here, like looking at the castaway headshots, I'm like, yeah, he, he feels like maybe the most genuine, the person that you're going to get the most genuine sense of who they are through the way he plays the game, uh, left. And, and, and so I think that, uh, you know, he's, he's someone that's vaulting up in my, the rankings in my heart, if not the rankings in my, <laughs> my fantasy picks. Right. Right. Um, so, so we had, uh, let's uh, briefly, um, we, we, we jumped into, uh, a challenge, uh, that the, uh, the Yara tribe lost, which sent them to tribal council. And the Yara tribe was Adam, Ben and Rob from the original Sele tribe. And then, uh, Sarah and Sophie who, who originally hailed from the call always, surprised and uh feel bad that these folks have to build a new shelter after being out on the island for 11 days brutal i was gonna ask and one of my questions to you was is uh i i, I actually uh, maybe i'll make it a research project for my next for next episode but i wonder how many times uh, they've done this tribe the two to three has the third tribe, the tribe that needs to build a shelter and restart mm. from scratch, lost, lost the immunity yeah. challenge? Uh, and so, I mean, I think it's a, it's an obvious unfair advantage. I think it's also, you know, you look at these tribes, uh, the Decal, the new Decal, and the new Sele, both advantage to the old Decal. And you look and you think, okay, I think they're pretty solid. Yeah, advantage in numbers to the old Sele, but right. this was it couldn't have been more fractured. This advantage, like Crazy. I don't know if you could have plucked three more people from Sele tribe that would have been less aligned than these three. I I, I felt like that Adam was on this tribe was like the I, I think Bob could have like 
potentially wrangled Ben, but like the Adam thing was just going to be too much it, from, from the jump. It was, it was very awkward when as a group, they were just walking and talking about like how these votes have gone, this, that, and the other thing. Sarah picked up on it immediately. And, and obviously Sarah's a great player, but like, I mean, it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out how uncomfortable they were. It, it came through very clearly in the edit. Yeah, uh, Sarah and Sophie, like they're, it, I it was just it was so peculiar with this tribe. You know, it mm. didn't seem. Uh, I, I had such a tough time figuring this out. Maybe it's just because nobody was talking. I, I, I kind of. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I kind of think that like. It was the worst three guys and also I think the worst two people from to call for them. I feel like Sophie and Sarah like figured it out how to work with each other really quickly, but also were just like the two the two best people to be in that situation together. It was just like how I felt like the writing was on the wall the second that tribe was selected in in my mind. I was like, Oh, this doesn't go well for Rob. Like he's he's going home tonight and even though I feel like there was like, I mean, he's done this before, but like he played the game the way he plays. And there's like a lot of merit to that. And it has worked in the past. It just like, <laughs> so cut and dry very early on that like Adam and Ben were like, yeah, we'll, we'll sit here. But like, this doesn't really change anything. I'll shake your hand and I'll look you in the eye and then I'll never have to deal with you ever again. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I got the, the feeling in my stomach when, uh, Rob gave kind of like the precursor earlier in the episode to a tribe swap that sent him home. And then you see the tribe he's on and you're like, mm, man, they didn't need to put that clip in, but they did. Yeah. Leaving the challenge. I, I was already pretty sure, but leaving the challenge, I was like, Oh, he's gone. Cause they give him another confessional. And he was like, this is cut and dry. And I, I, I the thing that I will say that I, respect about him was he he's he still felt pissed about it like he and i know there's money on the line i know that but like i i I suspend that when i watch the game a little bit right and there's and and it's tough to suspend two million dollars but i i really felt like he was he was pissed that he that he lost more than he was or that that he was voted out more than he was pissed about uh losing the chance at the the two million dollars like like he he likes i tend to agree the competitive edge so uh, it'll, agree. And, it, that's all good. Oh, I was just going to ask. Um, we did have a question on this, and I think it's oh, a fitting time to sneak it in. Yep. Um, Katie asked, do you think Rob would have still gone home even if he didn't piss people off with the buddy system? Yes. I, I think yes, because um, Sarah and Sophie saw him. It was Sophie from the jump was like, not someone I want to play with. Uh, Sarah wanted to ingratiate herself with Sophie because of the idol a little bit. Uh, and then Adam was so horny to have like Rob's head on his mantle right. that he was going to do whatever he could to, to get him out. So I, I, and like, honestly, I wonder how much truth there was to Rob's confessionals about this, like being a slam dunk, or if he was trying to talk himself into the fact that he had a chance and, and he went back to his old way. Cause he was like, this is the one thing I know that I could potentially do that'll work for me. Cause like, what can I say? What can I offer to Ben or Adam? Yeah. Here's going to make them keep me around for me. I, I, I completely agree. I think that 
from the outset, Rob was the most likely to go home, full stop. Uh, what I would say is I, I think knowing his relationship with Ben, knowing his relationship with Adam, maybe be the guy to flip. Right. Maybe maybe try and paint Adam out as who he's been trying to paint him out on the Sale tribe. Maybe understand that you know these two guys. Like if you're if you're going to resort to uh, like I don't I don't think that the buddy system sealed his fate for 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 any you know any any sort of way. I think gotcha. that um, he was he was gone and he tried a route to get those guys on board and he tried to limit the opportunity. And to that, I think his, his feelings and his, were, were, were justified. You know, look at what happened. They didn't talk and they still all voted me <laughs> out. Like I, I had, that was, I had to do that. And, and I would just say, why not go to Sarah? You know, Sarah's, Sarah's someone who I think entertains everything. I don't think she's looking at anybody and saying, no, I'm not working with you. Mm-hmm. I think everything is in play for Sarah and just saying, Sarah, you, 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 what's going to happen next week if it's me? You know, you won the game with a cutthroat play. Ben and Adam overlooked. Sophie overlooked. Like you're, you're the next head honcho here. Adam is being so skeevy. We can't take this guy to the merge. I think that's a better play for him. But you know, I, I really can't fault him. I think he was he was fighting a losing battle all episode. Totally, totally. Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to fight with a uh, with a play to get Adam out. So I think uh, I think I would have loved to see it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just, I, I don't know, man. Uh, it was, it was funny, like how the power dynamic played out between the three of them. Uh, Adam, Ben, Rob, any, any advantages there? No, Rob had a couple of fire tokens, but that was it, right? He had the two fire tokens. The advantages were with, uh, Sophie and Sarah. Um, right. So Sarah walked in with one. Sophie found one. Neither, neither ended up using them. Yeah. It's uh, funny that the power yeah. dynamic was really sort of like, Obviously, Sarah and Sophie don't want to use those things, but if they had to, like, could have easily secured themselves and, and, and flipped the vote. And then, you know, it's it's a whole new ball game. But um, as it as it was, they played it perfectly, and uh, everybody voted for Rob. So, uh, boo hoo for me. Uh, I enjoy Rob. Mm-hmm. I enjoy bully tactics. I enjoy Adam getting mad at like that's not how you're supposed to play the game. Uh, who? So. <laughs> um oh well uh but he goes uh he goes to uh the edge of extinction with everyone everything else that i hold dear uh and and we move we move along and and, and just start rooting for sandra harder and harder by the day um let's uh let's let's move into kind of the the end of the episode um do you have a, a power move for the week there patrick I do have a power move of the week. Um, I also have my fantasy update a little later, and and I'll, I have one final question. But my power move of the week, I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I, I feel like this whole season, I have not respected the power move, uh, but I'm not gonna do it this week either. I'm giving a joint power move to Sarah and Sophie. <laughs> I'm gonna believe the edit that they were going off of gut. Everything that we saw. Maybe Ben mouthed Rob to him and they felt a little confident, but for them both to sit on their advantages without the numbers, that's a, that's a big move. And that's a, that's a, that's a move that supports the long game and I got to respect it. They're getting my joint power move of the week. All right. Um, so great. I, I like that. I like that because the, there wasn't I, a whole lot this episode. It just, yeah, but it also just, I, I mean, I don't really know else where you're putting a power move this week. It, it really felt like the two of them found something in each other where like, yeah. 
I don't know. Do we really see them work that closely together before the, I guess they didn't have to cause they were on the call, but it, it, it feels yeah, like those are two point. people that are, that are tight and like could, that, that, that's a powerful, a powerful duo right there. So I, I feel like potentially something to watch for. Uh, and, 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 you know, I, I like more them both more and more by the episode. So, um, yeah, it might be the beginning of, of a beautiful friendship, the way that they kind of sure. got forced to work together and then really, you know, was it they forged in the fire, so to speak? Yeah, right. Uh, all right. So I will uh, I will go with um, the old three up, three down. Um, I, I was trying to do uh, one for each tribe. So uh, one of these is a little bit of a, a cop out, but I will start with the the cop out one the on on the downs. I'm going to do my three downs first. Uh, Rob voted out, uh, could not ultimately pull off another Godfather move and, and stay in the game. Um, for now, again, bummer King. for me, but, uh, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I think he's excited to see his wife. I'm happy that he gave the two fire tokens to, to Parv, but, uh, could not save himself. So for that, Bobby, you are on the down list. Uh, number two. Oh wow. This is purely on, uh, the gender line. Number, number, th- number two down is Wendell. How do you not prepare for this situation, buddy? I mean, just looked bad. Also, like, I'm curious to dig into this. I, I haven't done it. Um, I wasn't able to watch the episode live because I was uh, evacuating the city. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious. Michelle lightly alluded to uh, infidelity. So uh, that is is something that she could definitely yeah. use to get all of the, the women and, like, the level-headed men. Uh, on on her side, yeah, if there wasn't like betrayed too much betrayed in real life or something, I trust like that. this that the trust other thing, was, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and maybe that's what she was apologizing for because maybe right. she because she apologized a week prior, and maybe she's like, ah, that is not at all how I intended that. But totally, totally, I, I, I yeah. think we'll get more clarity on that either through me telling it to to the viewers or or yeah, otherwise. Yeah, for, sure, um, for sure. And then uh, and then the the third down is is going to be tony just because he's he's in a little bit of a corner and i don't know how many times you can go to the well with this meat shield tactic let's keep them around because it keeps us around thing especially with sandra i I feel like she's seeing right through it and not for nothing like that is also something that kim's gonna have to buy into and i feel like the fact that they haven't had a relationship to this point and now tony's coming to her with this idea, she's she's potentially going to see through that, and maybe yeah, maybe Tony's not long for this world. I don't hope it happens. You don't hope it happens, but it's on the also, table. Also, maybe maybe inject some humility here, but uh, no one's saying we got to get Tony out. He's a major threat, right? So that's not a that's not a narrative we've heard. Maybe he is. Maybe people are, but I think people are like, let's as long as he's not being a loose cannon, I'm okay with him. I think totally. that's the threat that he is, not a lion. I think they, he's just kind of like a Tasmanian devil more. Absolutely, absolutely. Tasmanian Devil is a very good way to put it. Um, and then the and then the three ups. I'm gonna I'm going with it was a, a little bit of a coin flip uh, for the Yara tribe, but I'm gonna go with Sophie. Tricked you out with the S there, Sophie uh, for finding the uh, immunity idol. She had to give away at sundown. Sarah giving her back the other half afterwards. Mm-hmm. Also finding a really strong ally physically and and just relationship wise in the game uh seemingly with with sarah and and then also getting getting rob out that's a huge check in her favor 
resume wise early in the game. We know that Rob is a name that's going to carry weight with everyone else uh, in the game. Should she get towards the end? Uh, so, so, so good for her. Uh, the, um, Sele, <clears throat> excuse me, the Sele up, I'm going to give it to Michelle because we saw her, um, socially adept, just handle adversity a lot better than, than Wendell did. Um, yeah. and, and, and even doing that in, in the fact that she has, uh, doesn't have the numbers. Uh, I feel like Nick is someone that they might be able to, to talk into flipping if they just literally bat their eyelashes. So, uh, excited, excited for Michelle, excited that she's starting to, uh, show her, her worth a little bit more, um, a little bit more clearly. And then, uh, Kim, uh, in, in these, in these headshots that I'm looking at for my last up, Kim is in the middle. And I think that's poetically so because that's kind of where she is in the tribe and she can dictate that game um happy for her to be in that position because she's a fun player to watch very strategic uh but not for nothing my girl has a hose yeah she showed up in that challenge in a major way she showed us why she went on and won one for the remaining five on her season crazy I, i i mean like not not you know i don't want to besmirch my guy but like Jeremy had one toss that was like, <laughs> it was war dog. And Oh my God. War dog. Uh, and, and Kim for the most part uh, is just throwing absolute darts at that. They impressed uh, to the, to the nth degree. Uh, and not the first time that we've been saying that for Kim uh, in, in some of these challenges, you know, specifically thinking about the first one. So uh, good for her um, showing up like that. And then good for her, you know, positioning herself uh, well in the game. So excited to see where that goes and excited to see what happens. Um, and I know you have one more question. So let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, I will. Let me do the fantasy update first. Cause oh, this sure. question is a perfect one to end it on um, fantasy update last week. Um, top score on the week was Parv with her two tokens. Um, and then from our community, we had a, we had a little bit of shift of the guard with the tribe swap. Uh, oh, one no. of only two players with all five contestants left in play. Um, Jesse H still in our top three, but he's down to third. I believe he was second last week uh, with two hundred point five points. Madeline holding on to second place with two hundred one point five, and then a newbie to the top three. All five players left Ooh-hoo. in play. 203.5 points is Kevin W. at the top oh. of the table, much like his beloved Liverpool. Uh, down at the bottom of the table, uh, 28th place, uh, third to last. We have Peggy M., uh, only two players left. Drew is out of the cellar uh, with 98.5 points. Uh, Tim found himself back in the basement, Dev. He's down to one person left no. in the game. And it's Parv, so I don't know. Uh, I think we got to really start asking the question if Tim's going to break a hundred on the season. This <laughs> this could get real ugly real quick for him. Uh, we're all pulling for him, What's but he you know, seventy nine. Uh, he's a, he's eighty five. He's got. Um, he actually put up a. Let me see. Yeah, he's gotten. Yeah, he his his highest point total week was fifteen point five. Um, he's gotten a net of zero in his last two episodes. Minus for this episode for the one prior. So he's got a way to go, but he's also contributing in more ways than one. Um, he was on the episode. 
He's last place for our amusement, and he's asking us a ridiculous question oh, uh, to close it out here. You have to pick who is winning. If you end up right, I'll send you a single egg skillet. Well, okay. Well, okay. I don't. I don't know if that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, all right. He basically uh, wants us to pick a winner now, and he's offering us a prize for our uh, participation in his game. You call it a prize. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, wow. I was not ready for this. Who did I pick ahead of the season? I don't know. I forget. Well, I'm pretty we'll sure I picked it. Natalie, so that didn't age well. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm liking the chance to get a, get a second go in here. If you want me to go first, I'll, um, yeah, please. I'll take this one. Um, there's plenty of options here. There's plenty of options. I'm gonna go with Denise. I like, her, I like her. <laughs> I like her. I like her advantage. I like her position in the game. I like that she is being quiet. I think that puts her further into the game than most people. And I think just look at her. Look at her age and her stature. She'll be uh, over overlooked in terms of the targets. And sure, and it's, and I'm, I'm, I think she's got a good chance to make like final six or whatever. And that's kind of what I'm going on right now. Yeah. So I, I, I actually had something pop out in my head immediately because I thought it in the middle of the episode. I just didn't <laughs> was debating whether or not I wanted to put it on tape. Uh, I love where Sophie is right now. Uh, yeah. She's she's flipped the tribe she's on. She has an advantage. Seemingly, her closest ally has a, a very strong advantage. Uh, she has still a nerd shield if it nerd shield if it comes to emerge with Yule. But she also for for I mean, so I, I don't I don't really know <laughs> how to compare them intellectually, but they they do both seem like. The, the two of the smarter people out here. If Sophie is 85, 90% as smart as Yule is, I think she is 70% better at reading people, 70% better at like the social game, like that whole thing, like tangled into one. Yeah. So I feel like she can position herself like, almost as like a Yule lackey or, or just like whatever, however she chooses to do it while also playing the numbers, game theory, whatever it is she does in her head to kind of figure out what the next best move for her is to do. So uh, it, it was a good episode for, uh, for so for me uh, this week. She's I'm getting a winner's edit out. so far. Totally, 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 totally. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Well, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to my egg skillet. <laughs> is that like, the thing that just cooks one egg at a time? It's the size. Yeah, it basically will. Yeah, it, it's it's the size of an egg where you're like, oh, the yolk got a little too big, but the skillet prevents it. That's kind right, of right, right, right. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Rather, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's great for breakfast sandwiches. I'm a big breakfast sandwich guy, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's literally all it's good for. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, uh, fans versus favorites, number two. Pat, you were Pearl Island? Pearl Island is what I'm watching now, but I am uh, – Cambodia is Cambodia, the one that, yeah, one the that bode. I that people watch, yeah. Bodes well. All right, well, watch those. Uh, catch us next week. Um, until next time, uh, wash your hands. Uh, other than that, we got nothing for you. Goodbye. Yeah,